On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got the chance to chat with Wes Schaefer, otherwise known as The Sales Whisperer. What an awesome conversation him and I had together. Uh, I absolutely love the idea of sales. I think that as e-commerce brand uh, owners, we're all in sales, whether you're selling into retail stores or whether you're selling uh, to customers. It's all about um, finding out what their need is and then prescribing something for that. And Wes goes into detail uh, into some of his sales processes. And I think that you guys are going to get a lot uh, out of this. I know uh, I'm going to go back to a couple of our brands, take a look at some of the um, the copy that we're using um, and make it a little bit more about how we can help serve uh, our customers better. So uh, yeah, I think you guys are going to get a lot out of this one. I know I became great buds with Wes and uh, really, really enjoyed this one. Before we begin, we wanted to let you know some really exciting news and something that we've never talked about before on the podcast. Our team at Mindful Marketing is growing, and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. Now, on to today's episode. All right, I am here with Wes Schaefer, the sales whisperer. Welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Hey man, thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's nice to have another sales guy here. Uh, I'm just going to drop down a little bit here just because, uh, you know, it's it's Tuesday now. So um, Don't drop down, man. Rise up, man. Rise up. <laughs> uh, as most people know, uh, most of my days are either on my podcast or on somebody else's podcast. So I got to just I got to have different uh, different levels here. So oh, uh, Wes, it's it's super nice uh, uh, to have somebody in the same time zone as well. You're from from California. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah, I got out of the Air Force in 97, jumped right into commission sales. Uh, I was married, we had a baby, another one on the way, and I jumped in out of the security of, you know, being an officer in the Air Force to uh, to get paid according to my production. And um, after golly, nine years of just chaos up and down, selling in high tech and whatnot, and all the chaos of the dot-com implosion, you know, I figured, hey... Nothing can be more chaotic than that. I might as well just go do this for myself. So I uh, uh, was working with a sales coach. I bought the URL. The sales whisperer ended up trademarking it. Um, got a good bit into CRMs and marketing automation. Got really good at that. Wrote a book on Infusionsoft. Uh, became a gold partner with HubSpots. Uh, got certified with Entreport. So, you know, do sales, do marketing, do a little bit of consulting. Um kind of the full full suite, you know, just depending on what somebody needs, um, you know, try to help them grow their sales without growing their staff. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. I love, I love this uh, conversation around sales because I think a lot of e-com store owners and founders out there who are just doing this for the first time and are scaling these companies don't actually realize that they are in there. Everybody's in sales, right? Yes. Whether, whether you like it or not, and whatever you, you think about with salespeople, you're in <laughs> sales, right? Um, and, and if you're not in sales, then your company's probably not growing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you don't embrace it, like they say in poker, if you don't know who the chump is at the table, it's you. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> so if you don't know, if you don't know who's being sold in a situation, it's you. 
<laughs> um, so you might as well embrace it. <laughs> totally. So let's, let's talk about, about your journey a little bit here. Cause I, I think people are going to pr- probably, uh, relate to, to your journey. Were you born a salesperson? Like, could you just sell to people or was this something that you had to, um, that you had to develop within yourself? Um, you know, we're all born as salespeople. Um, I have seven kids. I've got a 23 year old all the way down to a six year old. So I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I think it gets beaten out of us somewhere between the ages of maybe 10 and, and 15. Uh, we stop being curious. You know, my little six-year-old, she gets whatever she wants, <laughs> you know, and yep, not, always on, not always on the first time, right? Um, but professional salespeople are made. They're not born. Um, selling is just as prescriptive and predictable as building a WordPress website, building out a Shopify store, uh, running your Google ads. Um, people are very predictable. And the, the example I always use, you know, if I say, you know, Jordan, man, that, that couch, that couch behind you is terrible. Was that, was that a goodwill that, that, did you steal that from a, from a crack house? You know, you'd be like, <laughs> uh, that's kind of a rude guy. I don't think I like him. I'm going to delete the podcast. Right. You know, conversely, <laughs> like, dude, I love your sweater. That's such a nice sweater. It looks very comfortable. I can tell you have really great taste and great style. It's such an honor to be with you. You're going to think, Hey, all right. You know, it's a little over the top, but all right. I think I like the guy. Yeah, you know, yeah, so, exactly, exactly. I'll stick right. with Wes for now, for now. Yeah. So, I mean, big <laughs> extremes, right, to make a point, but people are predictable in how we can get them to take the actions that we want uh, are very uh, predictable, they're prescriptive. Uh, so, if you take the time, uh, you can figure it out and dial it in because all, you know, marketing is just selling in print. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Totally. When you're when you're advertising, let's say you're running a Facebook ad, you have to sell me on stopping my scroll to see what the heck's going on. Yeah. Then you got to sell me in the in the image or in the headline or maybe it's a video. You're selling me in the first three to five seconds to continue watching. Then you're selling me on clicking. Then you're selling me on engaging on that page. Yeah. You know, reading all the way through, taking that next step. You know, we we have cheated a little bit. I think we got a little lazy with retargeting pixels and whatnot. I don't even care. I just want them to click. Then I'll cookie them. Then I'll follow them. But, you know, the rules are changing this year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with Big cookies, time. with Apple, with Safari, with Google. Uh, I'm working with a company in that space that has some cool uh, technology to identify people, uh, both online and offline. And it's quite powerful, but it's going to force this year. Going to force a lot of people to change. So you better understand what makes your prospects tick. Okay, what are they looking for? Are they are they running away from pain? Uh, from pain? Are they seeking pleasure? You know, how do you identify that? How do you engage with them? Um, and if you can do all that, the sale becomes really um, pretty easy. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And it's not just about just throwing products in front of people and hoping that one person is going to click, right? There, there is a whole process to this. And, and we talk about this all the time on this podcast that the offer is, is the top, right? Your offer. And that's, and that's exactly what Wes is talking about here, right? Is, is figuring out what makes people tick and why they're going to 
to buy your product. Talk about prescriptive selling a little bit more. Well, it's just understanding, you know, step by step. Uh, some call it a buyer's journey. You know, you have your buyer persona. I always equate it to dating because everybody can relate to dating. Uh, either you've been on a date or you've been rejected asking someone on a date or you've rejected someone uh, on a date or you even accepted. So there's, you know, I, I tell the story all the time. I met my wife at a country bar and we think, oh, it all started, you know, when you asked her to dance. But the reality was it really started years before that when I learned how to dance. Mm. <laughs> right. So I had the confidence to go to this country bar. I had yeah. the confidence to approach a pretty woman and say, would you like to dance? Okay. I had the ability to dance well enough to impress her. But even, you know, closer to that date, I, I had to wake, I had to make the decision to go. I had to shower. <laughs> how do you soap? So you had to have that habit of showering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's usually a good thing. Right. I had to put on cologne, but not too much. I had to put on deodorant, but not too much. You know, was my hair cut? Were my clothes clean? Um, were my boots shined? All that goes into the sale. Okay. But then how do I approach her? You know, if you ever watch, uh, what was it? I think it's called Hitched with uh, Will Smith. Yep. Yep. Right. You know, he's teaching that guy, uh, Jim, Jim, something I forget, but teaching him how to date. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you don't walk up to a woman, you know, and surprise her, you know, slap her on the shoulder, you know, hey, come with me, woman. I mean, like, yeah, good luck with that. So the approach matters. Totally. Uh, how do you take how you offer your hand and take her hand matters. Uh, you know, I always say to make any sale, you must make every sale. Mm. Okay. So how do my boots look? Was were that were my clothes cleaned and pressed? Did they smell good? Did I smell good? On and on and on. Literally my breath, right? Was am I sitting there pounding whiskeys, you know, and I got this liquor breath or, you know, all of that matters. So that's the prescription, right? Is understanding what does your audience want? What are they looking for? And then just give them what they want. Totally. Yeah. You know, stop trying to shoehorn and force fit something. Just give people what they want. I, I think about my time as uh, I was a paramedic for 12 years and, oh, well. uh, and, and I think about selling very similarly to, to that because in, in being a paramedic, you're really just trying to get people to do what you want because you know what's best, right? Similar right. To, to a doctor, right? But with that, you have to ask questions. Otherwise, yeah. you're not going to actually know what they want. Um, and, and so I equate this to, to e-com um, because you really don't know what your customer wants until you ask them right? You can put products out there and, and maybe some people will buy them, but until you really get to know them, they're, they're not going to buy at the level that, that you need them to buy to, to become, you know, one of the companies that people are really talking about out there. Well, there is, there's that fine line between want and need. Uh, and, and it's, that one is tough. Um, usually what people need is not what they want. Okay. Uh, Maybe you, you need to lose weight. Maybe you've, you know, I got my annual physical coming up with the VA and, you know, they're going to draw blood. And I had high cholesterol a couple of years ago. Uh, blood pressure was trending a little higher. You know, they wanted to put me on all these meds and I'm like, hell no, I'll just eat better. I ate better. It all came down. You know, I just had to focus on it. So, but 
by. So are you selling? So, so, so talk to me about this, Wes, are, are we selling to needs or selling to wants? Well, usually what you're doing is you, you tempt them, you attract them with what they want, and then you give them what they need. Mm. Okay. And again, it's, I feel like that's going to be, that's going to be like the, the title of this episode here. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, and, and it's not misleading. It's not, um, you know, clickbait. It's not bait and switch. Uh, cause I, I will sell someone what they want. Um, but not until we review everything and they understand the decision that they're making. Right. It's like, I understand, you know, you, you want this, you know, one day workshop. Okay. That, that's fine. You, you think that's what you want. You, you know, cause the, this VP of sales just wants to razzle dazzle the sales team and he wants to get the boss off his back. Cause he's not doing enough. Uh, and he yeah. knows the boss likes one day workshops because uh, the boss is too cheap to invest in a six month re- reinforcement recurring training. So it's like, look, dude, I'm happy to come in and flap my gums for a day. <laughs> you know, here's the deal. You know, it's, it's going to cost just as much as a three or six month uh, remote training um, that your people are going to forget everything we talk about within 30 days. Uh, you know, a couple of them will, will walk away with some stuff, you know, and, and they'll feel good about it. They'll all give high reviews. You can tell your boss it was a good thing. If that's what you want, I'll do that. You know, yeah. So I, okay. Now I'm going to still be angling when I'm there. You know, I'm going to give them the best one day they've ever had. And then I'm going to talk about, I'm going to drop in little hints of how to lock this in, how to reinforce it, how this is just foundational, you know, how you never become an expert overnight. You know, it's not a one day thing and, and try to convince them to go to the next level, go what they really need. Um, but uh, I will give them what they want most of the time, you know, because sometimes I know it's just not right. I'm like, dude, I'm not going to be part of it. I don't want you to give me money me come in it doesn't move the needle because it won't move the needle and then you blame me that like i'm i'm some crappy trainer consultant whatever i'm like i'm not going to run that risk so good luck totally so if we're equating that to to e-commerce right you're going to have customers come into your store that are not necessarily your best fit customers and and with e-com it's very difficult to be able to weed those customers out right um you know, they're going to come in, uh, they're going to purchase, uh, they're probably going to return it. They're going to complain. Those are just not your ideal customers. Right. So, so in my mind, I'm thinking, well, how do you not sell to those people or how do you not target those people? And I think it's all through the offer, right? And it's through calling out that tribe and, and through, um, making them a part of, of what you're doing. Um, I just wanted to try, try to equate that here. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm hearing what Wes is saying and thinking like, oh man, I know exactly in my line of work, you know, um, you know, I, yes, I do own a pretty successful e-commerce store, but also on the agency side, it's very similar to that, right? When we're trying to help people, um, we, you know, they come in wanting something and it's usually completely opposite of what they actually need to succeed as a business, mm-hmm. but you need to, but we need to acknowledge their, their wants in this certain area, um, and then, and then prescribe them something that's probably actually going to do, do the trick. How many times do you walk into a doctor or does somebody walk into a doctor's office and say, I need antibiotics? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh you do. You went to medical school for 10 years, <laughs> right? <laughs> One of my best friends is, is a doctor and that'll happen all the time. Yeah. Hey doc here for antibiotics. And then they realize like, well, this is actually a viral infection. Antibiotics aren't going to do anything for this. Um, I think you need to think about that with your 
customers, right? And and the people that you're um, that that you're selling to is that you really should know, and I hate to say should, but you really should know what people want, right? Um, what your customers want. Hey guys, just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we are only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply to start the process today. Now, back to today's episode. Wes, let, let's talk. Uh, I, I got to ask you the question that I ask everybody who comes on this podcast. What is your secret to scaling? Um, it's having a system, right? Having a process. That's everybody. Look at what you do two or three times a day or four or five times a week and have a process for it, right? Have an an SOP, document it. Uh, And then if you can, delegate it. If it needs to be done, then can you delegate it? Uh, Can you automate it? Okay. Uh, If it doesn't need to be done, don't do it, right? Delete it. Um, so, So knowing how to, you know, what to automate, uh, is is a big help, but just as importantly, knowing what not to automate. Uh, the last couple of years, I've been pounding this into my client's head, and that is to do what doesn't scale, mm. to stand apart. Um, you know, years ago, I was in I was in high tech, and one of our sister companies um, was a headset manufacturer. They ended up buying Jabra, you know, but they they and they still make very good headsets, like for the office especially, you know, okay. call centers, things like that. Uh, and they used to put a peppermint in every order. All right, so you open your box, there's a peppermint, a peppermint or a, a tootsie roll, because right? they learn <laughs> that chocolates melt, right? And then they yeah. make, they make a mess. <laughs> so a peppermint or a tootsie roll, because they're hard, they don't melt. And just that little thing made them. Help them differentiate themselves in a crowded, noisy space. Hmm. Okay. I use uh, Bonjoro and BombBomb to send video emails. Yeah. Just when a lead just opts in, you know, I'll just send a 10 second, you know, hey, Jordan, Weston Sales Whisper. Hey, thanks for downloading my report. Let me know if you have any questions. I say your name, you know, people try to cheat that. They'll, they'll send this little waving GIF, you know, and you I have a message for you and it, and then it's a, you click on it. Hi, thank you for visiting my store. But they never say my name. So yes, I know it's just, yes. it's not and a it custom. Is, it is not nearly as effective. Right. So, you know, you do what doesn't scale. So figure out the little touch points. And, you know, if you're selling $1 trinkets, it's hard. But, you know, if you're selling $100, $500, $1,000, $5,000 things, good grief, man. Have somebody take 15 seconds to make them feel appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to go way, way, way longer. And, and people who have listened to this podcast for a while know I I love Bonjuro. Um, we're, we're good buddies with those guys and, uh, and they for e-commerce are absolutely incredible. What Wes is talking about is a strategy I've been talking about on this podcast for ages, send personalized videos to your customers. I don't care if like at our store, you know, we, over the weekend, I think we had 800 orders. We sent out a personalized video to every single one of those people. Um, whatever you need to do to get that system in place, um, 
do it. Uh, we, we, we know how to do it. So you're welcome to, to reach out to us and we can let you know, but it's, uh, it's a lot of work, but oh man, is it ever worthwhile? Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. Wes, uh, before we go over to our lightning round, uh, I feel like you just have a, a lot of wisdom in the sales and marketing space. Anything else you want to share with our audience? Oh man, there's so many things. Um, you know, ultimately it's, you know, find a need and fill it. Right. Um, accept the feedback that the marketplace is giving you uh, and adjust accordingly. You know, very few of us are Steve Jobs, right? We're not going to. I was just thinking about that, Wes. I was like, that's the only, like, th- there's like very few exceptions and we treat them like the norm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, like Steve Jobs said, you know, or, you know, the old Henry Ford quote, you know, if I, if I surveyed my customers, what they tell me they wanted is, you know, a faster horse or whatever, you know, adage he came up with. And, you know, Steve Jobs was like, what? I, they don't know what they want until I tell them, you know, something like that. Like, that's fine. I mean, those guys are once in a generation type people. Otherwise, you know, find a need and fill it. And then, um, you know, from there, you know, maybe it's find a want and fill it, right? Then you earn the right to, to fill the need, Mm, uh, and, I like that. I like that. You Wes. know, then once you do that, then you're really in. Yeah. Um, you know, but it really is seeking to serve. I tell people, you know, selling is a calling, serving is its purpose, questioning is a process, uh, is the process, and a sale may be the solution. It may not. You know, I've told more people no than yes. Like, no, mm. this is not a good fit for you. You know, I'd love, I'd love to take your money, but that's all I'll be doing is taking your money Yeah, and refer them off to somebody else. You know, once you get to that point, um, you know, God, karma, the universe, whatever you want to call it, it does start to reward you. I also, besides that, cause I, I really do believe that, believe in that, that, um, it's just good business. It's actually going to help you succeed when you call out, um, Seth Godin calls it the smallest viable audience, right? When you call that audience out, you will be successful. And the more times you say no to people who don't fit, uh, we just had it at our agency this morning where we just, we had, we had taken on a client that we all knew we'd talked for ages about it. This is not a good fit, not a good fit. Um, it was right at the beginning of COVID and it was, you know, things were a little bit tough and we thought, well, it's not a good fit, but we really need the cash flow, and what a mistake! Um, mm-hmm. So, so that was uh, we we had to um, unfortunately say a no after the fact, uh, which is a lot harder to do. Yes, um, and and I don't enjoy doing that at all. But um, yeah, Wes, th- this is this is great stuff. I'm gonna move on to our lightning round here. What is your favorite tool or app that you're using right now? You want big tool or little tool? <laughs> let's do a little big, tool big yeah big tool is hubspot i love hubspot um little tool uh is text expander running on my mac oh. you know works in safari works in 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 um in chrome what i'm a huge i'm a huge efficiency nut so like my email is wes at the saleswhisper.com it's a long email and we type in wrong email we fat finger things all the time <laughs> all so, the time <laughs> you know even our email so boom i, I have a, a code w-e-s-e boom it'll spell out my email uh, if you want my calendar to book a time you know a 15 minute meeting west 15 boom it expands all the way out 
Oh, you know? gotcha. You want to book a podcast interview? It's it's uh, it's Pod Cal. You want to come on the CRM Sushi podcast? It's Sushi Cal. You want my bio? I, mean, I can send you a two paragraph bio with the just West bio, one word. You know, yeah. So and for for podcast people who go on podcasts and oh my gosh, <laughs> I uh, I still have not mastered uh, that. That that is something I need to master. Oh yeah, and and so <laughs> the, the the bad thing is it doesn't port over to your phone. I'm a Mac guy, so right. I will copy it twice. I'll, I'll put it in Text Expander because that's what I use the most. But I'll I'll put it into my uh, settings. I can send you a link. I wrote a blog post on this a long time ago. So because it oh awesome, can we link well, to that on uh, yeah? Because uh, in your settings in sure. text keyboard whatever, it's built into Apple and it ports over to your iPad, your MacBook Pro, your iMac, your iPhone. So I do. A, I get a lot of work done on my phone because I can. I have URLs. I have affiliate links. I have ca- calendar links. I have all my social media, and they're all short codes. Boom! I can, you know, in thirty seconds, I can send you, you know, fifty links. Uh, wow! And, awesome. and while I'm sitting there watching the game, you know. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love efficiency hacks like that. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. great. Uh, favorite podcast that you're listening to right now. Uh, I've always liked, liked uh, Jocko's podcast, former Navy SEAL. I've met him a couple of times, trained jiu-jitsu with him. I do a lot with the Navy SEAL Foundation. Every, okay, cool, cool. Every January, we swim across Tampa Bay for the for the Navy SEAL Foundation. So, uh, But he's just a direct, no BS kind of guy. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. That's great. Uh, if you could sit down with anybody for an hour, uh, you know, have some, some wine, some beer, maybe some coffee or some tea, who would it be? Um, probably Jocko, um, same reason, you know, I've had dinner with him. I'd like to do it again. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. That's, that's great. Uh, Wes, where can people find out more about you? Uh, the saleswhisper.com. Awesome. Awesome. And how, and, and how can you help our listeners? Is it, do you have a, any, any kind of free resources out there that can, you know, get them started? Yeah, there's. Yeah, there's so much. I mean, because once you're there, you can link to all the resources. I've got a free sales calculator there. Uh, no opt-in required. Help you figure out your percentages and, and conversion rates and price points and margin. Oh, um, awesome. I've got all kind of 40 ways to profit from your email marketing system. I've got the sales agenda. Um, it's free. It helps you. It's more if you're doing um, one-on-one or, you know, one-to-many uh, live sales engagements, you know, okay. and I realize your listeners are in e-commerce, but you're still talking to people every now and then, right? How do you control that? How do you set it up to stack the odds in your favor to win? So the sales agenda is a good process for helping you. I've got a free report or series there, the seven daily sins of selling. So, well, we're going to, we're going to link to all, all of that because those sound yeah. like great resources. I'm going to go check those out after um, just because we are in a sales heavy uh, business on the um, agency side as well. So yeah. yeah. Wes, thanks so much for your time. This was, uh, this was awesome. I think that uh, e-com store owners are going to get a lot out of this. I think a lot of our founders as well are, are across many industries um, uh, like, like myself. Uh, so yeah, this was just super, super helpful. Um, thank you so much for your time today. 
Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, guys. We hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.